Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Talk about songs. Talk about songs. Do you like palindromes? Because if you do, you're in luck. This is episode 181 of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I am your co-host, Mark D. Blankenship. No, Mark G. Blankenship. Getting confused, getting so excited to introduce my co-host, the squictoculous Sarah D. Bunting. Hello, Sarah. That really doesn't sound good. Like Some, <laughs> some of these are like, do I need a cream for that? Anyway, hello. So, Sarah... Um, I'll tell the full story on this in a minute, but you indirectly chose the song that we're talking about today. Uh, What will we be listening to? We'll be listening to Weezer's My Name is Jonas, which is the lead track off what is known as the Blue Album by Weezer. Um, My little um, 17 degrees of separation from Weezer is that my father's older brother's Second wife's stepsister's son is Rivers Cuomo. Are you serious? Yeah. Could you tell me that again? (sighs) Thank you, Simone. Uh, That is my uncle's second wife's stepsister's son. Whoa. Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. We have never met. We are not blood. My uncle is no longer with us. And my aunt is in a memory care unit. So I don't think we're going to be hanging out. With old Cuomi, but uh, <laughs> there is that extremely tenuous connection. I love that, though. AMA. That's uh, um, that's closer than I'll ever be to Rivers Cuomo. Well, speaking of um, somewhat circuitous journeys, <laughs> yes. how did we end up picking this song? So our listener, Big Al, uh, requested a song by the alternative rock group AJR that features Rivers Cuomo. And that got Sarah and I talking about the fact that we had never talked about a Weezer song. And so while I uh, personally do like the AJR featuring Rivers Cuomo song that Big Al requested, we felt more pulled to discuss Weezer. And then we thought, well, what Weezer song should we choose? And over I am, I said, I'm fine with pretty much anything. Just thinking, I hope it's not that song Beverly Hills. I don't really like that song. But it wasn't. Instead, Sarah, you chose my name is Jonas, and I'm wondering what for you made this feel like the song to discuss. It was just the first one that popped in my head, and I I think usually that instinct is good because even if you're not exactly sure why that happened, there was you know there are no accidents, as you Mark like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first song on the Blue album, and it's like. I have no sort of perspective on how popular this song was, but looking at the track listing while I was re-listening to it, like every other song on this album, I feel like was huge. It was on 120 Minutes, it was on the radio, it was on the mixtapes we were giving to each other, but this album came out at a time when my brother and I were still trading mixtapes from you know, college back to the house that we grew up in. And um, we continued after I graduated from college, I moved back in to with my parents and uh, we continued to um, make mixtapes for each other. Um, mostly out of boredom, I think, Mm. but this was the Weezer song that he went with. And this was when he was like becoming the musician that, 
he is now, that he was playing the guitar, that he was in a couple of bands, that he, you know, converted part of the garage so that we didn't have to listen to his Hendrixian experiments. (laughs) So with that in mind, and um, knowing that Weezer fans are like really intense and intent and knowledgeable and um, have like a depth of information that makes me feel like I should have just tapped out and had past guest and founder of Can You Strip to This, Pamela Ribbon, and to talk about this instead. Let's listen to a clip and then we could sort of talk things through. But I tried to pull a clip that was the most representative of this song, which I think is very representative of Weezer on this album. Mm. When I think about it, there are probably better choices for our discussions among Weezer songs. But I like that in this song, first of all, um, it begins the album sort of very gently with that acoustic picking. And then you are fired out of a cannon into this wall of sound. And in that wall of sound, there are like these surf rocky elements. There's the harmonica, which is reminiscent of Bob Dylan, who we still have never talked about. Hmm. Uh, could and could be a reason for that. Yeah, I don't know what it could be. Calf. Uh, and it's that it's that very Weezerian, like, even if you're not in the mood to like spelunk into the track and look for all of the things and references and clues that uh, Cuomo et al put in there, you can still enjoy these songs, which are very like um, poppy and have a like vintage flavor. But there's also, that's also available to you. If you want to do some like deep massage, deep tissue massage on it, uh, you're that's available to you. Also, you will get something out of it, but this song is kind of like it's real noisy and i'm interested that they put this at the beginning it's like alanis Mm. putting that lead song that's like all i really want you know what you're getting like you might not like it but this is a very like this is the most weasery that we can be so if you don't like this song, please don't skip over it to the Buddy Holly song, which is the one everyone knows. Right. Uh, like, and I liked the song, but it's it's also like, this is the thing that I feel like I never crossed over into that, like waiting for their albums, mm. discussing their albums, being online, marinating in their albums with other people, that there is something a little, not smug, 
but it's like it does stand back from itself a little bit and say like look how this was built and look how many things we know that it's like it's a little hard to love i enjoy weezer but it can be a little hard to like put my arms around it and feel like it loves me back that is so well said and it encapsulates everything that i feel about the band you know, we were just talking in our, our argumentative duets episode about the intelligence that's so clear in what Gautier did in somebody that I used to know. But there mm-hmm. is also a plain spokenness about the emotion in that song that makes the intelligence of the design uh, not feel emotionally removed. And uh, it makes it easy to love that song, even though it has also clearly been inst- created by someone who is avant-garde in his impulses. Right. But it's not like a, um, it's not like a thought experiment. And I feel like that there is a willful obscurity in the lyrics of Weezer songs or a willful irony, like Buddy Holly. It's just so like there, there's just, there is a layer of sort of a quintessential Gen X irony in yeah, Weezer. Everything's a joke, but nothing's funny. Totally. Yes. That that I agree with you makes it easy to appreciate and hard to love this band for me. And the fact that they are still like that has not gone unnoticed because they released an entire album of covers and the covers I'm so glad that you brought that up. Like the it was a it was an album of ironic covers. They didn't it didn't seem to me that they covered any of the songs on that album because they loved them. It seemed like they covered them because they thought it would be kind of funny. But the joke is, jokes on us or whoever, the songs on that album are fucking awesome. Their cover of Africa by Toto is great. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. Because that song is good. Yes. It's, you know, it's a lot. And I'm still mad about Serengeti scanning incorrectly. <laughs> Serengeti. A- a- but yeah, Serengeti. Like, that's not... I mean, maybe that is a thing. I don't know. I've never been there. Serengeti. But, it's That's how it's... it's Serengeti. Anyway, it's wrong. Mm, thank you. But thank you. that song is still really enjoyable. Their version of it is really enjoyable. The song Hash Pipe is good. Uh, the Sweater Song, Come Undone, on this album. Say It Isn't So, on this album. There are a lot of songs that I like, and I also... The world has turned and left me here is actually the directest that it gets. And yet there's still this like, you know, but please to observe my ironic sweater and bowling shoes that I'm wearing while singing this song about terrible feelings that I sing totally flatline. Like it's, it's just super mid nineties and in a way that is not alienating, but you know, it's just it is it is very clearly the thing for many, many, many people, because as you said, this is a band yeah. whose fan base is so passionate and that is great. God bless. It's just not my thing as much. But again, it's not like I dislike the band. It's not like um, I I'm not mad to hear their songs. I've just never actively tried to do so. Yeah, I mean, and I own like several of their albums, hmm. but. There is a there is an intensity that is like it's not puzzling to me or anything. I understand, I guess, why people would, and especially the exp- like the communal experience of being intent upon this band and all its like runes and artifacts. Um, and maybe that's maybe that's part of what Weezer 
wants is to keep like that emotional intensity but at a remove is how the fans are about the songs because there's a lot of analysis but i'm i'm not sure you would go to a weezer concert and see a lot of people um holding hands with their friends and crying like a couple of people who maybe who might, cried who together present yeah. did at the jason isbell I, show whatever i was just thinking the same thing yeah you're right well, it's like apples and vampires and it's unfair of me to compare them but i think for um for people like you and me it's it's a slightly more um theoretical enjoyment yes i guess that like i'm never mad and i almost never have to listen to it again at the same time it's exactly right and i feel that way about my name is jonas a song i had not heard until we were decided until we decided to talk about this song and i like it i like it i like the uh the complexity of what's going on i like the way that even when it gets its loudest there's still that really beautiful guitar line that goes on inside yeah. of it and I read that the song is about Rivers Cuomo's brother and some trouble that he'd been having, or at least partially. And like, okay. Mm-hmm. But of course, he obscures that because, of course. Um, and I, I also read that quite a few Weezer people love this song. There have been a couple of lists that have put it in the top 10 of all Weezer songs. And wow. Okay. I get it. It move. It's kind of like a suite. It has all of these movements. And I am not sorry to have heard it, but like you just said, I don't know that I will ever sit down and think, hmm, what do I want to listen to today? And then think, oh, I know, Weezer. Like, it's just, it just would never occur to me. Yeah. And it's also like, there is a, um, like, because it's like this intellectualized emotion, it's sort of difficult to listen to a whole album mm-hmm. of that. And even when we this came out and we were much more accustomed to like living with these albums as albums and like that was how the narrative was built and meant to be consumed. That even then it was like there is both an intensity and a lack of intensity that is I just started feeling tired yeah. <laughs> a little bit by like the fourth song that I'm like but it's like you're pretending to yell, but you're not really yelling. Yeah. And I'm not sure why that's making me need a nap, but it is. You know, it's interesting to remember that this first album was recorded by, I mean, uh, produced by Rick Ocasek of The Cars. Oh. Which R.I.P. I feel like I can hear some of his influence in the songs that I know from this album. And that also reminds me, I don't know if you will remember this, but I bet you will. We talked like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, about the Cars song Magic. Yes. And then we did that single where we talked about other songs called Magic, including mm-hmm. the song by the rapper B.O.B., whose hook was sung by Rivers Cuomo. Huh. I got the magic in me. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Then all they all come snapping at me. Anyway. I think that was actually the birth of our um, mini ranking episodes with like song titles. I do believe that it was because that led us then to songs called Stay, songs called Hold On, songs called Jump. But yeah, so uh, Rivers Cuomo and Rick Ocasek were united on this podcast as well as on Weezer's first album. 
and in our hearts. Mm. Well, I guess it's funny to think that the song that I get the most passionate about when I consider it is the Cars Magic. <laughs> That's the I had to we had to really take a detour out of Weezer for me to get really excited about a song. But hey, you get there how you get there. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah, again, Weezer, great, technically accomplished. I I wish I got it to that degree, but I don't, and that's okay. And I want to say for everyone else, exactly. Uh, Big Al, thank you so much for making a request and for being pretty cool about the fact that your request really took a turn and led us to something else. But we emailed Big Al to let him know, and he said that that was fine with him. Uh, We also want to say, listeners, we would love to get requests from you. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us your requests uh, to talkaboutsongs at gmail.com. You can also request a song via our phone number, which is 646-389-0767. That's 646-389-0-POP. You can leave us a message there, and uh, we might even play some of it on the air as you make your request. We would love to hear from you in any of those contexts or in any of the contexts that you're going to hear in the outro bumper of this very episode. But until then, Sarah, I can say that my name is not Jonas, but I do think it's magic when we get to do this show together. <laughs> I completely agree. My name is uh, not Jonas either, but uh, I will say that you're about to hear, like Mark said, a number of different ways to get in touch with us. And if you are someone who is really intent upon or intense about Weezer, or if you are Pam Ribbon... Um, hey girl, hope we did okay. And please let us know the many things that we forgot to say or were wrong about. That's we fine. We would love to hear your mm-hmm. voice too. It's a conversation. It's true. Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship and Sarah DeBunting and edited by Sarah DeBunting. That's me. Need to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at talksongs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. To become a supporter and producer of the podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastass. And as always, thank you for listening. So stop pretending you're shy Just come on and dance, 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 dance Mark and Sarah talk about songs Talk about songs, talk about songs Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.